0: All right, welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Today we have a short and sweet mini-sode about how far back your resume should go. We are going to answer this question in 10 minutes or less here, and we're also going to make this in conjunction with a blog that we put out on the Let's Eat Grandma website. So if you do want to read that or any of our other awesome blog articles, head on over to letseatgrandma.com forward slash blog. We have some amazing insights from expert writers from our company, as well as our awesome manager, our marketing manager, Daniel Lorenzo. Okay, so the question we're going to be answering today is, how far back should my resume go? And I've gotten this question a lot of different times over the past few years that we've run the resume service. A lot of people are concerned that they think that these old experiences don't belong in the resume. Rightfully so. You want to make sure that your resume is packed as much as possible. So there are two important considerations to make when you are looking at how far back your resume should go or what experience you should omit from your resume. The first thing, and I will make this the most important thing right off the bat, is relevance. Relevance is factor number one that each and every one of you should consider when writing or rewriting your resume. So those older jobs that you have from 1995 to 2000 may not be as relevant as those that you've had in the last five years or so, or they may be. I'm not trying to give you a blanket answer here. This is more of a hardcore principle that I want to teach all of you that you can abide by. So step number one here that I'll recommend for all of you in determining relevance is to put yourself in the perspective of somebody looking to hire someone in your position So if you are applying for a ballerina manager position, so you're managing a bunch of ballerinas, they are going to perform at the ballet and it's going to be beautiful. And you need to put yourself in the position of someone looking to hire that ballerina manager position. So what does this person look for? What are some of the traits that this ballerina manager would need to have in getting the job? Is it leadership? Is it the fact that they've had ballerina experience before in the past? Is it the fact that they are good with working with people? If it's those three things that you've determined are relevant for the job search in order for this person to get the interview, then you need to really make sure that these three things are conveyed on your resume. Now, going back to the original question, what should I include on the resume? If I keep those three things in mind, which trust me, a lot of job seekers aren't putting that much attention into the perspective of the other person. So I recommend you get out a piece of paper as you are writing your resume, or if you have a resume writer, you convey these three things to them that I need to make sure I convey leadership, ballerina experience, as well as the fact that I'm good with connecting with other people. With those three things in mind, you can start to make decisions or micro decisions on what experiences to cut out from the resume or to leave in. So here we're going with the relevance model and deciding what is most relevant. Now I get it. It's not necessarily the case that you're going to know this is definitely relevant. This is definitely not relevant. There is some gray area. I would recommend doing the highlighter exercise, which is printing out your resume In highlighting in yellow, the things that are absolutely relevant. In highlighting in a different color, the things that are somewhat relevant. With this example, this is something that I've recommended before in the past. So I'll start to highlight the yellow things. For instance, leadership, ballerina experience, as well as connectivity with others. Three things that are directly relevant for the position. And in pink, I might highlight things that are not as relevant So for instance, if something specific bullet point or experience within my resume somewhat alluded to leadership and somewhat alluded to connectivity with others, but it's not the perfect example, that might be something good to highlight in pink. Now, with this highlighter exercise, you're going to find a lot of white. I know a lot of you, at least, are going to find a lot of white in that resume, things that just are not relevant at all. This is what you should seek to omit from your resume. If you find that several bullet points or if you find that an entire position in your resume has no highlighter on it, that is probably an example of something that you should cut away from your resume. So going back to it, if you have experience from 2000 to 2005 that has very little significance to the positions you're applying for, those are the things I would recommend you cut away from your resume. Now, people often give the advice, and I think this is somewhat sound advice, but they say things like, if it goes beyond years, 15 or 20 years ago, you should definitely cut it away from your resume. And I think that is okay advice when you were trying to prevent something from age discrimination. We'll talk about that in just a quick second here. But I think the better rule is always, is this job or is this experience on my resume directly relevant for the position I am applying for in real time? Because, for instance, if you are that college student who has high school internship experience and it was only four or five years ago, you may say, hey, it was not that long ago. This is something I should probably include in my resume. Whereas, in fact, people may not really care what you did in high school, especially if it wasn't directly relevant for the job. So always ask yourself, what is relevant for the positions I'm applying for? Now, a few quick points I want to make is what if my resume doesn't necessarily have anything that's relevant This may be you. If so, if that's the case, don't freak out. There is always hope. In fact, I recommend finding ways to make those bullet points more transferable for the jobs you're applying for. I think that there is always an opportunity or room for improvement to transform the bullet points so they show the traits that are necessary for the jobs that you're going to be applying for. But you better make darn sure that you do the highlighter exercise again and see what is relevant on the resume. Because I'm telling you, if your resume doesn't speak to the position that you're applying for, you're going to have a really hard time getting noticed from a bunch of people who are applying for the same job. And believe me, sometimes it's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people who are applying for the same job that you are. So I recommend just first of all, getting the best darn resume you possibly can that sticks out and maybe not apply through applicant tracking systems because that's just a really tough way to go if that's your only method. All right, promised I would speak to ageism real quick, and ageism is a thing. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not lie. People, whether or not they do it consciously or subconsciously, do hire based on age, and this is the sad truth. This is illegal, and this is not good. So first question I would ask yourself is, is this the type of company I would like to apply for if they are going to discriminate based on age? I know a lot of the times you really don't know, a lot of the times you are taking a shot in the dark when you are applying for these jobs online. But once again, that's another reason why I would advocate for the networking method and to find jobs through connections you have, because a lot of the times you have more of a handle on what type of culture that the company would have going into it. Now, if you are going to send out your resume blindly to these different job postings online, that is totally fine. Just know that a lot of the times people might look at a resume and say, this person is overqualified or if they're consciously age discriminating, they might say this person is too old for the job. In that case, you might have to make the decision whether or not you want to make your resume look quote unquote younger. And I hate that I'm saying this, but if that is you, if you're going to go that route, then cutting out older experiences from your resume may be something you want to do regardless of relevance. So in this case, cutting things that are from the year 2000 and earlier might make sense already. You're going to want to make sure that you don't call out how much years of experience you have, which I know it sounds counterintuitive, but this has hurt people before in the past. So for instance, in your summary of qualifications, if it says something like accomplished project manager with 30 plus years of experience within the IT field, pause right there. The fact that you have 30-plus years of experience, I think, is incredible, by the way. That's just me. But some people might perceive that to be as this person is overqualified or this person is too old. So in that case, if I'm quickly trying to make adjustments on my resume that may not showcase my age, then I might want to cut out that 30-plus years of experience and replace that with, quote, extensive experience within the IT industry. So once again, I'm not advocating... For you to make yourself look younger, I think that is a not a very good message. I think that is just going to lead people the wrong way. Thing number one I would recommend is for people to apply for those jobs that are going to be a good culture fit, regardless of how old they are. But let's not lie here. Age discrimination is a thing. And I think it's just a good thing in general to make sure your resume is cleaned up and as concise as possible, because I believe the majority of people have too much on their resume already answered your question, what experience should I cut out for my resume? I know this was conceptual where we delved into principles. So I'll make sure to link that blog article where we cover the same question and you might have a visual in front of you that could help. All right. So this concludes the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.